guys, welcome back. So this is part two of chapter 19. Um, we're going to go over autoimmune disorders and immune deficiencies. So for the autoimmune disorders, we're going to look at um, pernicious anemia. We know that the body develops antibodies that destroy parietal cells and disrupt the intrinsic factor and um, hydrochloric acid production inside your stomach. So it impairs the absorption of vitamin B12, basically. It's a familial tendency, and the causes can be any gastric or small bowel resections coupled with no or um, inadequate B12. So to treat this, we're going to give B12. Um, it can cause uh, signs and symptoms of glossitis or peripheral neuropathy. So antibodies destroy intrinsic factor, no B12. Um, that's what we need to know about pernicious anemia. So we have idiopathic autoimmune hemolytic anemia. Sounds like a mouthful and it's literally the simplest. So our idiot autoimmune system um, is going to cause hemolytic anemia. That's the way I think of it. So antibodies are made to specifically attach to red blood cells and cause it to lice and they accumulate in the vessels and cause necrosis, which sounds familiar with some other things that we've talked about. So antibodies lice the red blood cells, chop them up so they didn't eat them, they didn't phagocytize them, they just chopped them so they don't have a place to go. So where are they going to go? They're going to stay in our vessels and cause necrosis. Um, then we have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So antibodies bind with the hormone receptors of the thyroid gland, causing hyperthyroidism too much, infiltrates with lymphocytes and phagocytes. Different antibodies appear and they cause hypothyroidism. Causes unknown and females are more likely than males to get it and anybody with Down syndrome or Turner syndrome are more likely to get it as well. So we're going to go from high uh, hyperthyroidism to hypothyroidism, high to low. And this is Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Then uh, we have systemic lupus erythematosus. I can never get that right. So we're going to go with SLE. Um, so our body develops ANAs against its own tissue and affects healthy connective tissue. And so the result is going to be an immune complex that gets lodged in the blood and organs and leading to inflammation and damage and death. The causes is unknown. Um, there's tons of triggers. And this is mostly going to be seen as like a butterfly rash on the bridge of the nose that extends to both cheeks. Um, you're going to have photosensitivity, coin-like um, skin lesions, so we're going to prevent exacerbations, minimize sun exposure, 8 hours of sleep per night, maintain fitness, warm bath, well-balanced diet, explain signs and symptoms, and then you might have foamy or cola-colored urine. Then we have um, ankylosing spondylitis, spondylitis, and this is going to be um, rheumatoid spondylitis is another word for it. So it's a chronic progressive inflammatory disease of the spine and sacroiliac area. HLA accumulates, um, stimulates immune response, and so this can result in a complete fusion of the spine called a bamboo spine. Um, so you're going to see lordosis, kyphosis, anorexia, fatigue, weight loss, um, lower back stiffness and pain. That's worse in the morning. Um, and then this would also look like a positive um, HLA B27 blood test. Our therapeutic measures are going to be analgesics, um, Humira, surgery. We're going to reduce starch because it has to do with the medication, um, and then maybe a tumor, a uh, lumbar osteotomy, sorry. So those are our autoimmune disorders. And then we also have um, immune deficiency, and there's only one, and that's the hypogammaglobulin anemia. Um, the pathology, it's hereditary congenital disorder, or it can be acquired after childhood uh, from an unknown disease. So it's a defect in B cell function that causes deficiency in one or more of the five immunoglobulins. So one or five, one of the five is going to be missing. Um, so it's just a defect in B cell function causing this deficiency. 
Um, they're going to be more prone to infections, and it usually affects males. It's reoccurrent infections from staph and strep are going to be in your signs and symptoms. Um, we're going to have immunoelectrophoresis is our diagnosis. Um, we're going to minimize infections. We're going to look at IG infusions of uh, IV infusions of IG, fresh frozen plasma, and gene therapy. And so we're going to monitor them for infections. We're going to give them genetic counseling um, and educational signs and symptoms so they know what to report. And that is all part two.